0: welcome to the in the limelight podcast I'm your host Clarissa bird and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people that I get to meet all over the world I interview public figures influencers entrepreneurs thought leaders millionaires and moguls that share their know-how tipping points pivotal moments and life lessons I promise you educative empowering and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com that way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out and you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out inthelimelightmedia.com Hello, everybody. It's Clarissa here. We are back in the limelight with yet another extraordinary entrepreneur. But before we get to our today's guest, I do want to remind you that you are going to be able to hear this interview over on our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Podbean. That is the In the Limelight podcast over on TV. You're going to, yes, we are on, we're still on YouTube, but we are on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Daily Motion, and a hundred other smart TV apps. Don't forget uh, to read our magazine, please. Over on uh, Press Reader, which is the largest publication aggregator uh, out there right now, it is in the limelight with Clarissa, Intelligent Media for the Savvy Entrepreneur. This is Lady Fiona Carnarvon, who has graced our cover uh, for the Spring 2021 edition. This is the lady that owns, along with her husband, owns Downton Abbey, otherwise known as High Clear Castle. My good friends over at my news desk also I'd like to shout, uh, give a shout out to because they are Really changing uh, the trajectory of my business. I'm able to connect now with journalists all over the world so that I can get my newsletters and my press releases out about everything that's happening here at In the Limelight Media. So thanks uh, again to my news desk. All right. I am going to bring on our guest right now, and we're going to be talking about things that every entrepreneur really needs to know. That's why we do this show. There he is right now. That is David Rodlow. Welcome, sir, to the show.
1: Larissa, I'm delighted to be here.
0: Well, you're just too kind. I am really thrilled that we're going to be talking about your book today, David. It is The Principles of Cartel Disruption, uh, and it is Accelerate uh, and Maximize Performance. I'm so going to be doing that because we're going to be talking about capital raise. We're going to be talking about how to pitch. We're going to, like you said, go long, go short. What is it about? Uh, uh, all of that that entrepreneurs need to know when they're going after capital, when they're looking for some funding. Uh, and, you know, probably no better time also, David, because in this last year, when things have changed the way that they have and entrepreneurs have had to pivot and shift in many different ways, some some really good ideas have come from being able to be home all the time and thinking a lot and working a lot. I know that it has happened for me and I think it's happened for a lot of others as well. So where shall we start? Where uh, where would we start as far as you're concerned with pitch decks and uh, pitching and for, for funding?
1: Where you want to start really is, is how to get you in the right proper mindset, how your prospect or customer really wants to receive the pitch. Number one, it's not a situation of, Quickly, I'm going to say something to you and talk for an hour and a half. It's more like right. it's more like if it's not dangerous. Ignore it. If it's not new and exciting, ignore it. Yeah. If it's not new, uh, yep. summarize as quickly as possible. Don't send anything up to the neocortex and look. It's absolutely necessary. Right. Right. Make sure that you do it in 20 minutes or less. Always finish early. I mean, right. these are some of the the basic yeah. things, and yeah. then what you need to do. And I set up really two methods that work. Really, one method is just how to lay it out, and that is uh, the base pitch deck method. And that we work with entrepreneurs at Tufts University, and I work with venture capital firms. So right. I've done this from startup to raising billions of dollars. It's really. It's it's still the same way to go at it. So that is one way, is the base pitch. The other one is the tactics of Orin Claff, and he does the strong method: set the stage, tell the story, reveal the the intrigue, um, offer the deal, nail the hook, man, get the deal. Well, it it really is really the important thing is that you practice and you focus on every little utterance that you have right. in voice inflection. Right. So so I will start right here with just the base stuff to say, what do you want to get across? Well, you really want to do it in 10 or 11 slides, that's it. That's right. Now, do not go longhand on this.
0: Yeah. Uh, Last thing you want to do is bore them to death, right? And that you know, that's the risk that you, that you run when it's too long. Just say what you have to say, get it in, get it done and you know, get it done succinctly, yeah?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and really you want a title slide, quick, and then problem, market opportunity, uh, target customer, market size, and then number slide is number three. What's your product or service? Why is this 10 times better than something else? The right. technology and invention in four, your business model in five, your focus go to market battery in six, focus on your competition in seven, your management team and advisory team, how they're going to add value to the business in eight, financial projections in nine, your status and funding requirements, and how money goes right to value. So you know that if you do X, yeah. Y, and Z, it's gonna take the business up. And then you ask for the sale.
0: Otherwise known as the closer, right? Yeah. Close it up. Get it, yeah. get it done.
1: And get uh, it done. And yeah. really, it, it doesn't matter that your numbers are wrong or yeah. that everybody expects them to be wrong. Yeah. The yeah. I, and, and I've done this with 14 years olds, and 14 year olds won the Conrad Challenge at NASA. Right. And they ended up speaking at the U.N. And I've done it with a management consulting and venture guy who is the icon of the world. And, right. and, and,
0: and the idea is is just improve. It's right. improvement. Yeah, and and again, as I said before, not bore them, and try to make it a, a little bit not. What's the word? I'm like light, kind of little, maybe a couple. You know, maybe a, a little fun somewhere along the way, a little jiggle, a little giggle. I mean, just try sure. to keep it. That- I think people get really, they get really head up. They get really uptight when they have to make that presentation. Uh, and, you know, just like when you're in media or in media, or like we're doing here, a lot of people just are not really, you know, they don't love this kind of thing. They're not really good at it. And I think that, you know, there are a couple of things that I like to say, David, and that is number one, nobody really wants to see you fail. Right. You know, nobody's nobody's going. gone. Oh, I can't wait. This guy gets in front of the microphone, gets in front of the board and, you know, and screws up so we can all have a good chuckle. Nobody says that, you know. So what they really want is for you to, to succeed. So, you know, chill out, do it right and follow your follow your pitch deck advice.
1: Yeah, it, it's like you're the alpha. You're not the beta when you pitch. Right. So right. you're the one that is the one in demand right. and you have to really focus on that and realize that that people are going to want to support you as you just
0: said they want you to win they do. so give them the ammunition so you yeah. can win right 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 i think it, that's probably one of the times where they do want to be sold you know when they say in marketing don't sell don't sell don't sell but when you're in that kind of position I think it's okay. You know you, that's what you they kind of want to be sold so sell them sell them your idea sell them on you first right? And then sell them on your ideas because when you walk in really well prepared you know that that's a pretty cool thing right there you know. Um uh, what is a crock brain?
1: Crock brain is best way to explain it it's the old school brain that will only take vital information to go up to the thinking part of the game. Initially, what you do is the thinking part of the brain is neocortex. That's where you generally throw a pitch, but you're receiving it. It's not, you don't receive it in the same way that you throw it. So people always make this mistake. They always go long on detail and get caught up in paralysis analysis yeah. And you don't want to be there. I mean, the best way to explain this is pitching is the first day. OK, so honestly, you know, uh, you'd like to, if possible, maybe <laughs> so have a cocktail hour.
0: <laughs> you, want the, to, <laughs> you want to
1: avoid the coffee shop. You know, you definitely want to avoid going to the office of the person if possible, because yeah. then it's the leverage situation. So it, it, you really are just trying to, you know, get them excited enough to say, here's my card. You know, what's your LinkedIn? What's your right. telephone number? Let's have another conversation.
0: So the second date.
1: <laughs> you want the second
0: date. <laughs> you want the second date. What should you not ever do when pitching?
1: Number one, don't go over the 20 minutes. Ever. Don't go over. Uh, that's that's number one. I mean, number two, you you really don't want to do the 110 minutes and 45 page fit pitch deck.
0: You actually and, had to tell somebody once, didn't you? You had to go up like some, I don't know who it was, I don't want to name, but a big wig in a corporate environment because he bored the heck out of everybody in an hour and 10 minutes and you, and then he was wondering like, why, you know, what happened? It didn't seem to go over well. And you went up and yeah. said, hey, listen, you like straightened the guy out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was brought in and like, I, I was like floored that I was brought in by this guy and he just was having He just was, his pain point was he wasn't raising the money. And he said, you have to honestly and candidly tell me what you think. And I said, yeah. I said, you've lost me after 10 slides and you're on 42.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh,
1: and, and I said, you can't go over 20 minutes, period. Yeah. And he nailed his next financing trip. He killed it.
0: Yeah. Well, 42 yeah. slides. I mean, no, hey, that's just, uh, that's outrageous. That's just way, way too much information. And, you know, I think people think that more is more you know more information is more yeah. and that it's it's you know we all know that that's just not the way it is i mean especially in media when you say sound bite it means give me all the information i need in this much amount of time and 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 it's it's almost an art form but you know it, it can be done i mean we do it all the time um, okay so how much money can be raised from these pitch decks david
1: you can raise anywhere from just coming out you want to raise you know a quarter to a half a million You want to raise, uh, you know, an A round of five to ten to twenty five million. You want to raise a billion dollars because, you know, you need to put up a new facility because if you don't have that new facility, you can't grow and you need. So there's a lot of different ranges here um, on where you can use this.
0: And there are a lot of different places, too, because it says here, you know, other uh, large private equity, right? You can right. go there or startups or just like normal banking relationships. Is, are, Absolutely. Are, are, banks are, you know, would, would, would banks sort of be the first stop before moving on? Or are there different ways of, of, of going through that process?
1: Well, it's all what you need. I mean, if you can get a loan, if you're a bigger company, and then you can just, take that collateralized loan in order to fund the new uh, operation that you need in order to meet the volume. That's great. So it's an issue where debt or equity is really a preference of, of what you have in your business plan.
0: Yeah. Um, How do you, I guess the next question to me is like, how do you get the meeting? How do you get the meeting in those high end boardrooms like that to be able to make the pitch that's going to make a difference Uh, How how do you get those meetings if you you don't have the connections? Well,
1: that's a good question. The fortunate thing is that there are a lot of people out there that are looking for great value propositions tied to a business plan, tied to a competitive analysis. And because of that, you can go to family office groups. You can go to your local business chapters. I mean, goodness gracious, you can go to davidradlow.com and contact me. I mean, there you go. It's right there <laughs> at the bottom of the
0: screen. David, the ticker is going right by so everybody can see it. There it is. There
1: it is. Yeah. So then
0: go directly with you, David. That's great. Yeah, I'm happy. I enjoy
1: this. This is what I love doing.
0: It's what you love doing. All right, let's talk about your book a second. It is called Principles of Cartel Disruption. Again, Accelerate and Maximize Performance. Let's see it, David. We can find it on uh, Amazon. Oh, you can get, listen to it on Audible and certainly on Barnes & Noble. I know you have a copy to show everybody. Here it is. I know. It's a great cover. That is really great. Um, uh, so As I said, it's, it's, it's sold everywhere. Uh, what is it uh, about the book that is going to want make, uh, people to rush out and buy it?
1: It's going to accelerate and maximize your performance and whatever opportunity you happen to be going with. I, mean, I use this in my business with boards and, and consulting and what have you because, frankly, I got sick of the same issues coming up. So what I said is it's, it's great to say, you know, you've got a people, process, and strategy issue. Go to the middle of the book. Or for that matter, you've got a pitching issue. Let's go and deal with that or a value proposition. Or for that matter, you're really looking at it and analyze your board or you really like and have an exit strategy and you really have a problem with a new venture opportunity you're going with. So it's based upon what your, your pain point is and what your needs are. This deals with it.
0: That deals with it. What, uh, well, give me another pain point, David. Okay, pitching great. Know how, know how to find money. Okay, great. We know where to do that. Where's that people? You said people. And people, yes. people leadership is always a huge one. Leadership is and people. So yep. huge. I, how can you ever, I mean, there's no, is there really a one-stop solution for, you know, knowing how to hire properly? For, let's say you don't have an HR, uh, you know, uh, uh, component in your business. I know I don't. Uh, you know, what is it that you're supposed to be asking? What are you supposed to be looking for? What are the, what are the you know, the red flags, if you will?
1: It's it's more of taking a step back. Attitude plus skills and knowledge plus goal will equal boss, uh, uh, positive behavior change. Yeah. And what what I do is frankly is I use analysis like Intermetrics and TI that basically will determine people how they their drivers are and their motivators are. In bigger companies, what I do is we have a we do market research to find out bubbling up what the issues are. So, it uh, what you can do is really set that up first to find out what you have and take an inventory of
0: what you uh, need. Where
1: you are and what you need. Right.
0: Right. right. You know, I know. Uh, and, and that's great. I love the way that your answer was perfect. It's just for me, people are <laughs> just always a little. You know, it's one of those kind of things that you, you you know you think you know somebody, and then you know they reveal themselves as something completely different. I guess that's just that's that spotter for another day, David. No, it's I'd be happy
1: to come back and we can talk about blind spots. And then yeah. people have blind spots, and the idea is very quickly find out what their blind spots are, and then they can find out what their blind spots are. And the team. Can function right. knowing that that you know someone who's the CFO isn't very energetic about going after things, and they're very cautious, right? Or a yeah. uh, head of sales doesn't care about the rules. I mean, yeah. it, it, these are all behavioral issues.
0: Yeah, behavioral. Uh, what about things like um, you know testing and uh, assessments, and uh, do they ever really work?
1: I, I, I challenge everybody to go to davidradlow.com and go there and click on assessments and take my free assessment. It, it's very quick. It's very easy and will diagnose what your issues are and for further interest and introspection
0: (laughs) should i be scared david i i don't know i should be (laughs) i'd be afraid to find out what i could find out over there i want to let everybody know also that you can be found on social media which is uh uh, 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 d radlow over on facebook at david radlow on twitter and then over on linkedin also david radlow uh any last closing thoughts here's you know as successful as you are i i'd love to ask this question too uh, uh, from entrepreneurs. And that is, what would you say up until now? Um, I know that you also had personally negotiated with Fidel Castro. We hadn't even touched upon that because I wanted to get to your book and, and some of the other things uh, that would be helpful, if you will, to the entrepreneur, or entrepreneurial community. But really quickly, what was, uh, what was it that you were involved with, with Fidel Castro, if you can tell us?
1: Sure. I'd be happy to. They, Fidel Castro, we were able to, under the Trade Sanction Reform Act, go down and start doing business with him. And we sold uh, at the industry, I broke in with basically billions of dollars worth of eggs and chicken. And I, I was on there. And then I just happened to have some decent political connections. And I worked some back, backdoor diplomacy, got some hostages freed, uh, gave money to the Hemingway Preservation Trust, made sure that they had a Christmas display at the uh, U.S. mission. And wow. gave to uh, uh, Catholic charities, so we were able to really start to really incubate and accelerate a relationship. And strange. on top of that, I, I had a, I developed a uh, you know over over twelve visits with him for about seven hours each. Fascinating so, man,
0: fascinating man.
1: Oh yeah, really? That that's a whole discussion on its own, and
0: right, really, and that, that's right.
1: That's in my that's in my next book. So. Okay.
0: Awesome. So the last question for you then sir is what would you say up until now you cannot say your marriage or children has been your crowning moment.
1: Oh, besides family? Besides okay. family
0: and besides yeah, none of that. <laughs> I know that that's those are always crowning moments, but what what else? Would you consider oh, have, up into up to date has been your crowning moment?
1: Well, yeah, I've been I've been very fortunate to lead and and create a billion dollar market with specialty eggs and cage free and free range and all that stuff, which led to vegetarian Fred. And then I've had, but more than that, what I really enjoy is part my crowning moment is giving back. Mm-hmm. I love giving back to helping entrepreneurs succeed and I give back to Tufts University at the athletic department, the nutrition school, and also the entrepreneurship group yeah. and, uh, and Concussion Legacy Foundation and a whole host of other charities and food banks so we can uh, sustainably grow and transform for a new, better and safer world.
0: Yeah, that is, that's extraordinary. I say we bring on extraordinary entrepreneurs here and, and you are living proof, sir thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate you being here. I'm going to say goodbye to you now. I ask you to stay right there while I give an appointment to everybody else for our next uh, uh, edition of In the Limelight with Clarissa, uh, Intelligent Media for the Savvy Entrepreneur. Stay right there, David. I'll be right back with you. Bye, everybody. Until the next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the In the Limelight podcast, Intelligent Media for the Savvy Entrepreneur. You can listen to this and all of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, and Inspired News Radio. You'll find all of my videos and the In the Limelight digital magazine on ClarissaVert.com. And don't forget to connect with me on social pretty much anywhere. Stay well until we meet again in the limelight.